0: not like South Park controversial, just like we're going to disagree a lot. I can can already feel that coming along. Uh, If you were under a rock, the Rams won the Super Bowl. So Matt Stafford gets his Super Bowl. Sean McVay finally gets his Super Bowl. Andrew Whitworth, after his career, uh, gets a Super Bowl. We're going to dive into the game itself because there's a lot of stuff to talk about there. Uh, You know, there's now some weird thing that's happening across social media where they're saying the Bengals should have drafted Penny Sewell. Instead of Jamar Chase. No. <laughs> because it's it's cool to have Jamar Chase. If you have time to get him the ball. So we can we can dive into that. If y'all want to. But the hot button topic. And I feel like I'm going to get a lot of pushback from this. Not just from you guys. But just from people in general. And I try. I try not to be this person. I try to see the good in things. I try to like things. I try not to be like meh about things. And. There's a group of people out there that I I don't want you to think I'm agreeing with you. Huh. So I, I just want to start it by saying that, okay? <laughs> PJ knows exactly what I'm talking <laughs> that's, about. That's a good way to put it. Yeah, PJ knows exactly what I'm talking about. I thought the halftime show was okay. I thought every person that was there, I love Mary J. Blige, uh, Dr. Dre is... I'm, I'm trying to think of like the proper adjective, but like he's, he's just a massively influential, like you could put him up there when you talk about like music with Elvis, right? Like with what he did sort of birthed an entire genre of music and kind of where we are now, right? He's that influential. And also like, what, 56, 57 years old? Still looks like he could absolutely demolish me. So Dr. Dre was amazing. Snoop Dogg kind of crip walking in, in LA at the Super Bowl. That was amazing. That was, that was great. And then you have... 50 Cent doing whatever 50 Cent was doing, kind of hanging upside down like a bat <laughs> when they came to him. Is there is there an explanation as to why he was hanging upside down?
1: He does that in the video. He does yeah. that in the music video.
0: I know, but like...
2: I don't understand. Well, my sister understands the explanation. Maybe I ask her, you know, during I the break. DJ nailed it,
0: so like, it's just that he hung Probably upside in the video. down in the video.
2: It's just like, I don't yeah.
1: know why he hung upside down and in how long the video. Was he hanging, just, how long yeah.
0: was he hanging upside down is also the next question. Also, yeah. 50, looking a little thick.
1: Well, he's got that. I was talking to someone about that last night. Like, he's got that, like,
0: big boy muscle. Like, Well, no, 50's always been yoked up.
1: Sure, but, like, now he's... Dude got
0: shot nine times. He
1: has a little bit more pizza every now and then, and that's fine. But,
0: like, he can still... uh, Did I say... No. Did I say it was bad? I said he looked thick. Yeah. All right? So, 50 was great. Mary J. Blige was great. Eminem, I thought... And I'm a big Eminem fan. I thought he was okay. But he, he did have the controversial moment. Where he went, he hit the Kaepernick knee, even though the NFL apparently told him not to. So it's like, there was good parts of this show. Yeah. But I'm talking overarchingly for the entire halftime show.
2: I I just thought it was okay. I thought everybody was great outside of, uh, well, I mean, 50 was good. But that was the one person where I'd be like, ah, you know, 50 was just more so kind of like relaxed, cool, couldn't really hear him like that. Maybe he was enjoying those la festivities that um I seen snoot dogg, Snoop dogg and Jordan before he went on the stage but um definitely I will I will say it was really good to me I thought it was great Eminem was actually my favorite part I like lose yourself that's one of my favorite songs of all time so
0: I see I don't know how much of like I was telling pj this before the show I don't know how much of it like was kind of taken away by the fact that they were performing at like four o'clock in the afternoon local time that that may have something to do with it like that kind of felt like it, it if it was at night and like, uh, the fireworks and the lasers and all that, but it was kind of like mid afternoon, in the sunlight kind of a deal. I don't know if that took away from it, but I told PJs, like, the best I can think of it is it's like going to an eagle show with like no fireworks, no smoke, no flames, and they just kind of go out there, run out there, play the hitch real quick, and they're like, all right, hey, see ya. It's like you get you got to see <laughs> you got to see the band that you love. Like they played Hotel California, you got to see the band that you love. But like, was there really any like? Mm. To it, right? Like, I think the one that every single halftime show is going to be compared to till the end of time is Prince.
2: Oh, the purple rain when yeah, it was raining. And, like, it was, yeah. it
0: was like that's like there was emotion with that, it right? It was 07. What 07, Super Bowl yeah.
2: was that? Was it the Colts and I've, Bears? Colts and Bears, I think, yeah. Oh, I'm trying to think. I know Colts and Bears is 06 or 07. Steelers is somewhere. Okay, let me look it up.
0: Right. But that being said, there was actually like emotion mm-hmm. in that whereas they were like a like let's let's play still dre and let's play uh family affair and into club play california love yeah i mean uh, i, thought that, that was, that was, I was, thought that was that, pretty was, great. Interesting. Yeah. Yeah, was, that was interesting yeah that was interesting and but it's just i'm just saying in my opinion and my opinion doesn't matter whatsoever I, th- I thought it was kind of okay now the group of people who i i if you're sitting in your car now he gets it that yeah. i want to say is I still love the fact that they have Snoop Dogg, Mary J. Blige, Dr. Dre. I wish they would have gone heavier with what they were doing. I told P.J. he played in the club, and everybody's melting down. I, I guarantee you, we're gonna get letter like the letters to the FCC that get released, where it's like Snoop of Dogg course. said, yeah. "There, we're in the club having sex." Like, shut it down. How you said that on my TV how dare on my you? Super yeah. Bowl, right? Like, so people are gonna freak out. I wish he would have played many Men. Right. Which I like how they had. Head. Like, I wish he would have switched it up. It's just, it was what song. Does every forty-year-old person know across America that's the song we're gonna play? Right. Like Mary J. Blige has a thick catalog, thick catalog, and she plays Family Affair. I mean, it's just it is what it is. There's a song
1: that like I actually I sent it to someone. I I think it's called like Amazing or something like that. She came out with like two like a month ago, maybe a month Mm -hmm. or two ago, and that it slaps. It slaps, and I thought she was gonna play that for sure because it was like just released and whatever. And it come out with like like a really like upbeat song and whatnot, and then they kind of slowed it down there for a second with her, and I was like, with the energy of the halftime show, I I didn't I didn't I lo- think they should have slowed. I thought down Beyonce and
0: before. Destiny Child was better.
1: Okay, like I can see that. I think <sighs> nah, this is like I think I this is better. part of it too. The more we talk about it, the, the more I, I kind of get this vibe out of it. Where I I enjoyed it. I enjoyed the heck out of it, and. You know, maybe. that's the
0: point. Is like if you were to see an ex favorite band and they came out and play their songs, you're going to enjoy it. No matter what, it doesn't mean yeah. there's any heart to I it. I think it right. was
2: like the nostalgia, like they was in LA. You got your West Coast rappers and East Coast rappers coming together, like Eminem, mm-hmm. 50, and then you got Kendrick, uh, Dre, and Snoop. They're all from Cali. Then you got your East Coast coming to West Coast and they're forming together, doing a halftime performance. But they're in LA. It's, I mean, you, you seen SoFi last night. That wasn't a football crowd, that was a party yeah. crowd. Yeah. <laughs> so, I think that's what everybody was thinking. Like, this is the best one. I don't think it was the best one, right. but it's top five though. I say it's top five.
1: Man, that's that's up there. But uh, th- there are like a couple things. Like, while I I I loved everyone that was in it, and when I saw the lineup and then Fifty being there and everything, I was like, man, this is insane. This is great. I almost feel like them having so many people in the halftime show might have kind of drained that energy a little bit because you're just hopping from person to person to person so fast. And like think about it, uh Eminem was one of the main liners, right? He he had like a song, maybe. Like mm-hmm. uh that he had lose yourself yeah. and and forget about Dre and uh, Forgot About Dre and that's pretty much it.
0: And um, it wasn't even all of Lose it, Yourself. It was, right. To- it was
1: like it was like a verse or two. Right. So I think that kind of played into it a little bit. I also saw a couple of videos uh from people that were in the crowd like super high up mm-hmm. and showing the halftime show while it was going, and it was like this is a very and you could argue that all mm-hmm. of them are. But, like, this is a very... Are you saying
0: that maybe the crowd that had to spend a minimum of $5,000 to get in there maybe wasn't the most hype crowd for... Not not only that, no, I'm,
1: I'm talking about the production itself was very made for TV. Like, if you think about it, there's no... Most Super Bowl crowds and stuff, they allow fans out there and everything. There weren't really fans in the entertainment and in the enjoyment either, uh, everything was really pushed back, yeah. and and the crowd actually in the video, like you can kind of barely hear the music. Yeah, so it's like the music was more coming through the TV than it was actually now, in the stadium. So
0: will, that could have that
1: could have been a part of the energy side of things. I know? will say this:
0: it made me mad and gave me hope at the same time. It made me mad because they had a Super Bowl in Atlanta and damn, Maroon Five played. In yeah. Atlanta. i will yeah. tell you who they should have put it, out there. Well, no, let's talk about yeah. who they should have got. Little John, like, easily number one. Outcast. So, Andre 3000 and Big Boy. Well, yeah, they, they, they had just said you got. They're, they're, like, number, right? they're number
2: one to me. I thought they I had can't Big lie. Boy, Right, but like, Andre 3000 yeah. and Big Boy. Like, Andre like, if you, did that, oh, re- oh, Boy, if you yeah. did
0: that reunion in Atlanta at the Super Bowl, shut it down. Just a couple mm-hmm. of guys. Right. Ludacris. T.I. Future.
2: Jeezy. Yeah,
0: yeah. yeah. Akon, Young Jock, Gucci, uh, yeah Waka, like, can you imagine how lit that could have been? Even if you could just get two or three of them.
2: That's a club. Yeah. A soldier club boy?
0: Central. Soldier yeah. boy just makes a guest <laughs> appearance That's real club quick. <laughs> just club like, can you imagine yeah. what the concert's like if you have, like, Akon and Jeezy and Outkast, and then all of a sudden you get a, you, and you're like, oh, oh, <laughs> oh. I'm just saying. So, it. it it makes me mad that we didn't have that, but it also gives me hope that, like, if they ever host one in New Orleans again, right, that maybe we get the game and Lil Wayne. Like, it's <laughs> just – it gives me hope.
2: Well, I agree with that. Let's see. I mean, I know it happened last like, night because they in L.A.
0: around the bush and, like, and and scraping the corpses of McJagger up on the stage, right? Like, we don't, we don't need to do that anymore.
2: Nah. I mean, I know they did that last night because, I mean, it was in L.A. L.A. is – that Hollywood vibe, you get all the stars to come out for that Super Bowl. So Speaking let's see stars, what they do next.
0: What y'all think of The Rock?
2: Mm, I didn't even see him on TV. As
0: did you as did as see the I, intro?
2: No. What were I, you doing? Not paying attention okay. to The Rock. <laughs> he
1: did the red <laughs> and I thought it was cheesy at first, but I guess the, like. I thought it was pretty cool. It was interesting. Like yeah. The more it went on, I was like, all right, this is kind of cool. But I, I kind of like, it's funny because you put you yourself in other people's shoes at the same time. Because I'm sitting there thinking, I'm like, this is pretty cool from like a TV perspective. And then I'm looking at the coaches and they're just kind of like, all right, can we, we, the game, our players are already out there.
0: See, I got got a different vibe. Uh, Zach Taylor, yeah, he was kind of like, meh, this is fine. It is what it is. Sean McVay was like, eyes wide right, I like, looking at it. Because like, yeah. he, yeah. like, he gets the, it. He's, he's like, I got the yeah. Rock out here hyping up both teams right now. This is the Super Bowl. Let's yeah. go. And like literally the Rock is standing on the field with a microphone as like the both kickoff units are on the team and the players are just like sitting back there like yeah. shaking their head. It's like because it's like as big as they are, right? They are NFL athletes on the Super Bowl. It's like, that's the damn Rock. Right? It's like that's like maybe. Could we argue that the Rock might be the most famous man on the planet right now. He's up there. I mean, he's up there. I mean, he's nah, he's up like there. Like you drop, there. drop Joe Biden and then drop The Rock, like in India. Yeah. Who do you think more people are recognizing? No, is The Rock. The it's Rock. The Rock. Right?
2: Right? Nobody's going to know who he's Joe like, Biden or is.
0: <laughs> or The Rock, right? So it's like you have him, and he just went back to his wrestling background, right? Yeah. Or he was just doing the big, boisterous beginning of the cage match fight mm-hmm. preview, right? I, I thought I thought The Rock was awesome. I thought God Bless America was awesome. I thought the National Anthem was awesome. I thought all the pregame stuff. Is there anything more goosebump-inducing than the flyover? Oh, I don't think so, especially
1: if you're at, at the stadium. Cam, does anything
0: give you goosebumps?
2: <laughs> no.
0: Do you let your emotions connect like that at all?
2: <laughs> no, not I, really. I, I remember being 23-2. Nothing gives me – no. No, well, college football back in the day. Even like I even, will say you're that.
1: not you're not at a stadium and and – like you're like, where's the flyover? Where's it coming? And then you realize, like, right before it flies over the back of your head, yeah. there's like, oh no! Oh, when and you then, feel that boom. too.
0: Mm-hmm. I know. Yeah. Co- I know. Cody's watching this. Cody's. Cody told me that when he was in Afghanistan, there was like nothing more intimidating slash awesome because you knew they were on your side than yeah. when those the jets did the flyover. I can well, when they were there, but it's just like being in a stadium and feeling that like rumble come over your head is mm-hmm. nuts. But like watching last night because they it was I forget what the task force was called. But it was like a generations force where they had different planes, like all the way back to World War II, flying in a formation of five. And those planes, like you have like a couple of billion dollar planes that were flying to the left, and then you have some of the ones from previous I guess generations. Those things were like five feet from each other.
1: Yeah. Ridiculous.
0: So like I love a flyover. Thought the all the pregame stuff was awesome. I like I like the Rock. I think the Rock should preview every Super Bowl.
1: Can you imagine like Think of how awesome that was too, because like you said, The Rock has, has done some amazing things. He's been in movies, he's done events, he's all the Smackdowns and and Raws and WrestleMania, as you can think of. He's been a part of, and even those are in like some football stadiums and things like that. But the stage he was on, it, like you said, center of the field. You had that, like panned out, all, the 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 stands just absolutely full. Like that was, and for him too. I saw an Instagram post this morning as. For him too, kind of bookending thing. Like not book ending but he starts his career in college football and, and yeah. you know, trying to make it in the NFL, right? And then he goes into wrestling, does all these amazing things, and boom, now he's back there at, at I almost called it WrestleMania. At the Super Bowl still not the coolest thing we got from the Still
0: not think, the coolest thing we got from the Rock this year. The coolest thing is he has like a a, a Tyrannosaurus Rex there you go. skull yeah. in his house that he just uses as a background prop on Zoom. But this might be like number two uh, for his year so far. But again, I thought all the way through, and then I thought the game was super okay. So what we're going to do is take a quick break. There were some points I want to get to because it was a damn Super Bowl, and yeah. there were some moments uh, from this game that, that were crucial. There were some coaching decisions that I thought were horrendous. But we're, we're going to dive into that when we come back. But we, it's the Super Bowl, so it's not just about football. It's about The entertainment experience. So we're taking on ESPN Radio is presented to you by the uniform source, Christian Gokel, alongside PJ Zuko and Cam Urshree, recapping the Rams Super Bowl win. Matt Stafford, now a Super Bowl champion. I'm sure all the conversations being had now are is Matthew Stafford a Hall of Famer? I think uh, there should be a caveat inside the Hall of Fame where if you play 12 years as a starting quarterback for the Detroit Lions, you're automatically a Hall of Famer. Uh, But. That's just my my humble opinion. But first question to you guys is, scale of 1 to 10, just as a football game, how was the Super Bowl?
2: i say it's about, it was an 8 to me. It was, eight. It was exactly what I thought it would be. Um, it was fast-paced. That was one of the fastest Super Bowls I've ever watched in my life. It wasn't long. It was fast-paced. I mean, it was penalties, but not a lot. A couple of missed calls, but it was exactly what I thought I, it was going to be. Can I ask you a question? Hmm? If that was an
0: 8, what was the Seahawks Patriots Super Bowl?
2: Um, Oh, the Seahawks Patriots one. That was like uh, broke my scale. That was a great one. Yeah. That's why I was it's like.
0: Eight's like really high.
2: I know, but I think it was an eight because I got to see kind of Matthew Stafford like prove it. Like prove it once again. Odell goes out because. I'm saying it right now. If Odell doesn't go out, Cooper Cup is not the Super Bowl MVP.
0: No, it's it Odell, is definitely and
2: he's, Odell. He's not, he's
1: not the Super Bowl MVP, and it's a blowout.
0: Yeah, it's
2: it's, it's a blowout. Run away with
0: it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it's hard for me to say that though because the Rams has always got down this postseason, like they're down 21 to three to the Chiefs, and they found a way. So it's I I get what you're saying. If Odell doesn't go out, and I I agree with that. I think it definitely changed things, but I also don't want to say that like going into like the half that they don't make an adjustment. And they're able to cover him up, and then maybe counter with Cooper Cup. I don't know. We'll never know because they end up winning the game there. Uh, but for you, PJ, just entertainment value as a football game, where was this one at?
1: It's like a six and a half.
0: That's kind of where me. I'm at, like, like six and a half, seven. Yeah. Like obviously the stakes play into it, but if you're just like looking at this from like a game, this is kind of like a a regular season game that you just forget about.
1: It it's one that was like, you go the whole way through, and, and I think the the best description of it is it was close but it wasn't great. Like, that's the thing. You have close games every week in the NFL, but that doesn't mean that the game itself is great. Um, yeah, both and, teams can
0: kind of suck their way to yeah. and just stumble over themselves to uh, say it's a close game.
1: Yeah, even we were on our way. Falcons if do if, it a lot. If we don't have those huge <sighs> two plays by the Rams Pitch. at the end of the game to, that, that are now kind of the highlights, the Aaron Darn- Darnold tackle and the Cooper Cup catch,
0: like, you have those... Why do if, you always combine Aaron Donald and Sam Darnold? I,
1: I don't know. It doesn't matter.
0: <laughs> um, but if you don't have... It does matter. Whatever. Aaron Darnold is not as good of a football player as Aaron Donald.
1: True. <laughs> if you don't have those plays, the mo- the biggest play of the game and the one that everyone's running is the most controversial as well with that 75-yard touchdown pass that was... T-H- or,
0: yeah, to T. Higgins.
1: Obvious penalty. And there were other penalties as well. Like, the holding call in the red zone, I think, was kind of a makeup call. Like, I think they had missed some things earlier. Like, that was a ticky, very kind of ticky So, I, that's one of the like, points
0: I wanted to get to is, yeah. I, think, I think the, and I have never been one for conspiracy theories about officials, but I think the officials did everything they could to get the Rams in the end zone on that last drive. Because, for the NFL, what sets up better, the Bengals stopping them with two minutes left and just running the clock out and not letting them score – or, with 90 seconds left, the Rams get into the end zone, and then you get another chance at Joe Burrow. Like, that last minute and a half of that game was must-see television, right? And what do they do? First two passes of that drive, Joe Burrow has them right down the field at, like, the 50-yard line. So, I, I really feel like, and again, this is just pure reckless speculation, and there is in no way that, do I have any evidence of this whatsoever. I'm just some dude talking on the radio. It felt like the officials did everything in their power to get the Rams in the end zone.
2: I think they got it right, though. only reason why is uh, they were targeting Cooper Cup the entire last possession. Like well, yeah, They went to him every time. Like, everybody else they every threw the ball
0: to either dropped it or tipped it up for interception. Yeah.
2: Everybody knew they, who they were going to. Like Before they came out the hood, I was watching it with some friends and some people. I said, well, it's time to feed 10. As soon as I say that, 10 gets it. Time to feed 10 again. They're going downfield. I said, they're in the end zone. They're not going to nobody else. Mm-hmm. But ten, and I think the one mistake the Bengals did was putting Eli Apple on Cooper Cup. I just think that was a really bad mistake. You put a Woozie a, who's your best corner on Cup, and see what he can do. But Eli Apple, he struggles in the slot. Well, he struggles pretty much everywhere. Slot, kind of on the island by himself. And I thought that was a bad matchup. He got him on the holding, and then Logan Wilson, I think that's his name, fifty um oh, the linebacker. Okay, but that's listen. the one
1: I mean. Like yeah. that, that was ticky tack. The the other, the other. Defensive pass interference was terrible. Like oh, a, okay, okay. A terrible in the sense of that was an obvious pass interference penalty. The one on the middle linebacker, I thought that was the one I was like, that's ticky tack, that, that's more of a makeup call than anything. I'll
2: give I'll, I'll give him that. I think I think I couldn't get mad at it because the T. Higgins one, I was like, no, that's ridiculous. That was a <laughs> That was ridiculous. Yeah. But, but I think Williams they did
0: it on the I think receivers are just like, okay, I'm not gonna be able to get open on him, so I'm just gonna have to throw him to the ground.
2: Yeah. Now, Jamar Chase got him a couple of times last night. But Jamar, Jamar Chase, Chase. Is yeah, you know, absolutely ridiculous. It's Jamar Chase. I that still think
0: forty-five yard catch that he had was
2: beautiful. Insanity. I think Ramsey's top three corner. I don't yeah. have him number one. And it's like, though. listen,
0: if you're in the playoffs playing against like who? Think about who he was playing against when he got burned. He was playing against Tom Brady in the playoffs against Mike Evans. Like you're gonna mm-hmm. lose and then some Debo. of those. Yeah, you're going to lose yeah. some. But you say you got burned against Debo. They scored. No, points. no, no. I say you get yeah. burnt. I say yeah. he had to match up yeah, against the Yeah, They scored ten points yeah. in that game. Like I think the Rams did a yeah. pretty good job there. Or not ten. What was it? Seventeen. Seventeen. Was it twenty seventeen? Forgettable. Yeah, yeah. That's what I it is. Yeah. It <laughs> so it's just, well, but, but that's kind of the the games that the Rams played outside of the divisional round against uh against the Buccaneers. Like it yeah. was just like this kind of the game they played. And it's like but that I, I almost threw my phone this morning because I saw a tweet, which multiple things can be true at the same time. I say that all the time. But I saw a tweet where someone said, hey, this just proves like with Eli Manning, you can have a middling quarterback and win a Super Bowl if you have a dominant defensive front. They have a dominant defensive front, but it took getting Matt Stafford for them to win the Super Bowl. People don't mm-hmm. understand. Correct. So I thought I thought Matt <laughs> Stafford played his tail off in that game. He, he Listen, he's good for one every game where he's just going to throw it and you're like, what the hell were you doing? Yeah. And that was the one that he threw the pick in the end zone. But the other one, he threw a great ball and the receiver just tipped it up. Yeah. For an interception, so I, I thought Stafford played out of his mind. I'm super happy to see him win a Super Bowl after everything he went through. Like I said, you you should be able to trade 12 years of Detroit for one year of this.
2: How how fitting was it to win the game on the game winning drive? Like I don't think a lot of people know he's like one of the best like fourth quarter yeah. comeback players in NFL history. How fitting was? It? I mean, he had three touchdowns, two picks, but you, you're missing your starting tight end. Missing Odell, you didn't have Robert Woods. All you had was Cup. Van Jefferson was having a tough time getting open last night. Yeah, it was. Yeah, yeah, he was having a real tough time, and he still won that game. I'm like,
1: and they couldn't run the no. ball at all. No. That's neither the other, team
2: could really that, run the ball. That's at kind of the team, other yeah. part.
1: Well, Mixon had some success, but like that's the other part of the game that kind of made it more, like, made it more impressive for Stafford to win. For me, mm-hmm. but also made it more kind of boring. And and dropped that quality scale down a little bit is a Rams couldn't run the ball. And it's not because of the Bengals being some insanely strong defensive front seven that, that, you know, running backs fear every single week. Like they just couldn't do anything. Like they, they couldn't block very well. They couldn't get any push that uh, there were, there were no running lanes open for, for well, acres or really any Especially after back. Odell so, went out. Well, yeah. Especially, but like, I mean, it was, it was just rough. So I thought, I thought that kind of drug the quality down a little bit, but um, what, what makes it even more impressive about Stafford, I think, and also um, something that Detroit has, has seen for years and years on end, once he got hurt, but he, he got up and, and walked to the sideline, we should have known they were going to win. But, because that, that's just what Stafford does. Like How many different uh, highlights have we seen of Matt Stafford getting hurt and him just carrying on in the football game, and, and not only that, but, but coming back and leading game-winning drives? Like, it, he's been one of the most impressive quarterbacks in that fashion. Just kind of toughen stuff out.
2: I think the game changed when uh you remember when Aaron Donald puts Joe Burrow out. They start putting their face mask near Aaron Donald's face mask. Yep. They was grabbing it. You, you saw after like, that Aaron Donald. Come out. Yeah, yeah. After that he what he had like four QB hits, two sacks. After that, mm-hmm. and that was like kind of end of the third. Well, end the of game is
0: pretty simple, right? It was one team had Aaron Donald, the other didn't, yeah. and that's kind of what it came down to at the end. Like uh, all things are even, right? I have Aaron Donald. You don't, I'm, I'm probably going to end up winning. And that's what happened is Aaron Donald made a play when he needed to. Now, this is something I want to talk about, but I want to go back because I always do this with PJ because he loves he loves the quarterbacks. Why is it that, like, we always talk about quarterbacks gutting things out when, like, literally everyone else is sacrificing their body on every single play? Like, because we had it for both guys yesterday, right? Matt Stafford kind of limped off the field a little bit. And then you had Joe Burrow He's, like, had a knee thing going on a little bit. But, like, you have Debo Samuel, like, having to scrape his legs off the field at Lambeau to win that game. And we're not really talking about that. George Kittle in that same game at Lambeau when they're playing in, like, negative 30-degree temperatures is just, like, limping every single play. I just... Quite interesting that we I think always, there's a lot, stuff. There, there's, there's a lot of stuff. Matt Stafford is strong and brave. Matthew Stafford is strong and brave.
1: No, man, come on. There's a lot of different reasons why we weren't talking about the 49ers and their players, uh, gotten one out in in Green Bay. What well, part of that is because there were several other incredibly good games? Okay, that if you we don't were, talk were about, talking about, you don't want about that, up that time. How about Eric Weddle so, playing like, with
0: a torn pick?
1: yeah That was incredible. Yeah, he did a great job. Like I, He toughed it out. You could see him making several hits there later in the game and, and holding that shoulder the whole time. Yeah, for sure. But we were talking about Matt Stafford. So I think so I probably,
2: up a Matt Stafford thing. It's like, probably like do? quarterbacks are give, not the ones hitting. <laughs>
0: I'm going to get PJ a t-shirt. Quarterbacks are strong and brave. I mean, it's
2: probably because quarterbacks are not the ones out there like hitting and going out. I mean, we know wide receivers, they're induced or prepared to get hit. Um, you know, safeties, they hit. Every other position prepares to get hit. Quarterbacks, they don't want to get hit. So I think that's the toughness part. But it's not just you,
0: right? It's during the broadcast. Like Mm -hmm. Collinsworth is just like, oh, wow, Matt Stafford, he's he's not going out. He's coming back in. What do you think offensive linemen are thinking when they, they hear that? They're like, it's every play. He gets hit by Aaron Donald once, and all of a sudden he's just some traumatic case. I have to hit Aaron Donald every play. I think
1: I mean That's the that's again, the perks there, of playing quarterback. Of di- it it yeah. is, but there's a yeah. number of different reasons too. It's like, yeah, you're getting hit by Aaron Donald every play, you're getting blocked, you're getting hit in the chest, right? Like this dude just got his leg folded up and his ankle turned sideways.
0: Like you do know, the think offensive linemen get folded up? I feel like they do a
1: lot, but like
2: It's the quarterback. It's the quarterback
0: position. It's the quarterback not, I don't position. That's fine. It's the way that like everyone talks about it. Like I said, it's not just <laughs> you. It's the way everyone talks about him. Like, when we were having the conversations about JT Daniels being a great teammate just for the simple fact that he wasn't a douchebag on the sideline.
2: I think quarterback is the most decorated position in sports, not just most, football.
0: It's the most important I think position. it's the most decorated. It's the most important position. Because if you that. look at
2: it, like, every time we start the NFL mock drafts, well, what do you mean decorated? Decorated as in, like, it's the most hype, like, most glorified like people love the position like when you go in the draft what's the first thing you look at regardless of how good you are no other
0: sport is there a position that's more important than quarterback is to football
2: no 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 yeah that's what i'm saying basically in a nutshell like when you go into a draft the first thing you look at you're looking at a qb regardless if you have a qb like matt ryan might have a year or two left but we're talking about man you know we need a QB. But when you're no, in the no, NBA, can in here, you're not, you can
0: get a middling quarterback as long as you have a great defensive why, line and win the nah. Super Bowl. That
2: It doesn't work like that. And, and Eli Manning is not a freaking middling quarterback. He's not in uh, the paid mannings and Tom Brady's, but he's not in middle of the pack either. Eli Manning can play. Now, Trent Dilfer, I give you that.
1: Well, see, that's the thing, right? <laughs> I give you that. What about Brad Johnson? I give like, you that. That
2: hasn't happened, that hasn't happened that.
1: in so long. Like, those guys, yeah, completely agree. But okay, so, well, someone someone kind of tried to say Nick that. Nick Foles
0: won a Super Bowl.
2: I don't think yeah, he Nick Foles balled
1: out in that Super Bowl. What are yeah, you Yeah, he, outp- like, he
2: actually outplayed dude, what, Brady, s- someone yeah. Someone said
0: something but about— But, like, would you consider Nick Foles a top-of-the-line quarterback?
2: Mm, in that season? Got, no, but just because yeah. you
0: got a great performance out of him doesn't mean he's not a I don't Midland think quarter. mid-lane quarterbacks
2: be- could do that in the Super Bowl. Yeah, great— I don't think ever, they
0: can. Like
1: Tom Brady you got performance a, out of him that whole Super, Tom, that whole, uh, Tom super Bowl Brady push isn't in can, the playoffs.
0: Tom Brady isn't considered a middling quarterback, but he has had bad games in Super Bowls and still won, and he's not considered a middling quarterback.
2: Oh, yeah, absolutely. But I've never like seen a have, middling. I think
0: the point is you have to get there.
2: Yeah. Yeah, because no, we saw right. what Jerry Goff did when he got there. Ooh. alright.
0: Like anything can happen. I mean, Once you get yeah. there, anything can happen. Jared, we, Jared had a, we had a Super Bowl where one touchdown was scored.
1: Yeah, no, well, it was happened. gross, and it was disgusting. Uh, but, but I mean, uh, I'm not going to say that because he had to play against Aaron Donald. But, no, I mean, like, people saw it. We haven't had that, I feel like, in in a long time, though. Like, you bring up Nick Foles. That was his, uh, like, like he got the opportunity in the playoffs, and when he played in those playoffs, he he balled out. Like, in yeah, the year, year sure, after. Every single yeah. one of those games, he, he played extremely well. That's why I say what I do about Nick Foles. But also, like, I, I had someone try and talk to... Talk, talk to me about the Ravens when they won the Super Bowl against San Francisco. We joke about Joe Flacco, but like for most of that season and in the playoffs, like he was oh, Joe Flacco's They no kind of took up. the reins He's no off him up. a little bit, and they, he was he was slinging it. So well, it's like, more so
0: what we talk about where it's like you have to take advantage of your windows. Yeah. And it's like, sure. it, would anybody be surprised? I don't think this is the case, and we can talk about this. I don't think it's the case, but would anybody be surprised if the Bengals don't go to another Super Bowl
2: for 15 years? I don't think they're gonna make it in the next five to ten years. I wouldn't be. Surprised I really won't. I really don't.
1: Look around. Look at look at the rest of the AFC. Yeah, right.
0: That's so the you, only reason. You gotta, yeah. you gotta take care. You gotta take advantage of your windows. Like mm-hmm. look at what happened to the Falcons.
2: Whew, yeah, we are still in the dumpster goes away, fire.
0: Goes away, quick.
2: Yeah, made right. it to the playoffs like every, that one year. Is
0: Tom Brady, where they can just consistently carry your team there every single. Look line. at Aaron Rodgers.
1: For Dang. as much as we talk about the Seahawks and and what they built mm-hmm. for the time yeah. that they had, they were in two Super Bowls. Yeah, they won one, they lost one. That was it.
2: Yeah, Aaron Rodgers last Super Bowl twenty ten, and he's Aaron Rodgers. So I mean, like I said, uh, hats off to Joe Burrow, but Mahomes got a uh, he's he has a couple of in him too. I think Joe Burrow
0: is gonna be there, like in the AFC Championship. I think the AFC in particular is set up for some dopeness for the next few years because you'll have Herbert and Josh Allen. And Patrick Mahomes and Joe Burrow just going head-to-head. Head.
2: Possibly Kyler Murray. Have you seen, like Possibly Kyler <laughs> Murray? I,
0: I will not defame this Super Bowl recap show with Cardinals rumors.
1: How quickly do we forget about, like, he was hurt and banged up this year, and th- th- that certainly affects him. Lamar, Lamar Jackson, yeah. you know? That like, is true. He's NFL MVP? Ooh. Never know who Pittsburgh's going to get next. No, I'll stop. I'll stop.
2: It, it would be Listen, nice to see Lamar get, bounce back, When they get, get Malik though.
0: Willis in Pittsburgh and y'all start balling out,
1: so,
2: you okay. oh, Kenny Pickett. All right. Matt Corral, one of those guys.
1: Oh, we'll see. We'll see. Well, we're forgetting about the Patriots, too. Yeah. Mac Jones, the defense.
2: Uh, new oh, new o- OC, still,
0: though. I'm still not sold new on O-C. Mac Jones. That's fine. I'm oh, still no. honestly not sold on post Brady
2: Patriots. Hey. <laughs> They were good this year. I think they overachieved. Didn't they get
0: like, beat like 43 to 6 yeah, no. no. The they playoff. lost 40
2: to 17. 47 to 17, but they overachieved. That's not even a playoff roster. And Bill Belichick made them. To me that there's
0: a whole lot like Michigan making the college football playoff. It's like, yeah, you made it, but like are you even close?
2: Nah. If you just compared the Patriots Bill would be really good. Uh, yeah, to no, Jim Harbaugh? Nope.
0: No, the GOAT? Nope. Nope, I compared uh, the Patriots to Michigan.
2: All uh, right. Oh. Just man. Sure. They're going to be good. Next year, like really good, Mac Jones is really we'll good too. They got to get him a, a wild. How the hell do we
0: go from talking about Joe Burrow and? Oh, I mean, he, he has, has a lot of competition. Mac Jones.
1: You brought up the AFC. Just he as has a, a lot goal. of competition. And how do you talk about the AFC and not the Evil Empire? You know what I mean? Like
0: uh, very easily.
2: <laughs> I respect the Patriots
0: because the Evil Empire. I think I think Darth Vader retired.
2: <laughs> oh, lord. The nah, Evil Empire is the Dallas Cowboys. No, it. no, 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 no. Don't, don't, don't give them it's that much credit. Them.
0: You have to actually win things to be considered the evil empire. That's, like, that's true. Like in college football, the evil, evil empire is still Alabama. Like you cannot compare the Dallas Cowboys. It's been like three decades since they were relevant. Anyway, we got to take a quick break. We'll come back. We'll talk some more Super Bowl next right here on ESPN Radio. On ESPN Radio is presented to you by the Uniform Source. All right, we were just talking about it there uh, during the break, Cam. One yard. You need One yard. Honestly, you needed two yards for two plays. Yep, You get stuffed with a shotgun run on like third and short and then on fourth and one out of the shotgun again you make these critical mistakes. You throw the ball and you one-on-one block Aaron Donald. But more crucial than that, you go out of the damn shotgun. I don't Understand. I listen. I'm not one of these people that say like. Uh, and uh, remember the Titans where it's like, who do they think they are? The New York Jets. It's like I can't be going out of the shotgun. Like, I I get spread offenses. I get like Joe Burrow with what he's been able to do, especially like his time at LSU. He just does better out of empty sets and one running back sets, just out of the shotgun, slinging the football around. But eventually, football comes down to you need a yard. It it just needs to be under center you're stronger than them, go get a yard. And earlier in the game, they they kind of figured out a way to do it a little bit, right? But it's just, if you understand that Aaron Donald's up there and Ashawn Robinson's up there and I can't deal with them at the point of attack, off tackle, right? Figure something creative out to do. I just, I never understand the concept and I've heard other coaches talk about this too. And listen, if, if you're a coach and you like running fourth and one on the shotgun, man, that's, that's completely up to you. But I never understood the concept of I need one yard. I'm going to snap it back eight yards and then go nine yards for the one yard I needed to gain. I've never understood that concept.
2: I mean, I think it was one of the, that third down call out the shotgun they ran the ball I think is one of the worst calls I've seen. Um, only because you, you go with the guy who's got you there. That's Joe Burrow. So if you want to do out the shotgun, cool. Give him the ball. You was already right. – how did you get there in the first place? On, you know, second down or – your first down, you got nine yards. So that means your offense is humming. You was, get, you was near past midfield, basically. The offense is humming. I don't know why you don't pass the because ball both plays. Because
0: coaches like to be safe and reset the downs and just go ahead and pick up the first down. He was getting bullied on the front yeah, line and, anyway. you and go ahead and pick up the first down. And so, and like, and even maybe more so the play call than the decision. If you're going to run, go off tackle. Yeah. Right, don't go at Aaron Donald and A'shaun Robinson. I'm just, maybe that's the best
2: player in football.
0: The best choice, but it, it's... I would say on, on maybe a top 10 football player ever, but that's a conversation we can have going forward. I just, I understand it's Joe Burrow. It's his offense. You want to let him work it, but in a situation where you need one yard, like go back to what the chiefs, if you ask Andy Reid and Eric B if they could do it over again in the AFC championship game before halftime, they had nine seconds and needed a yard and they ran two plays out of the shotgun. If they could do that over again and maybe just, I don't know, hand the football off. I think they might make that decision. It's like, I'm not trying to say Todd Munkin is this god level offensive coordinator, but I mean, Georgia had a pretty simple plan this year when they needed a yard. It was put Jordan Davis and Jalen Carter in the game and say, "We have more beef than you. We're just going to run and get a yard." Couldn't agree more,
1: and especially with the personnel. And I know this is probably more uh, this is this is probably more technical and whatever. You have your sets, you have your third down backs, everything like that. But, but like third and two, if I am gonna run the ball, it's gonna be with the guy that that's been my star running back all year and has seventy plus yards on that defense that's been giving you trouble all night. Sure. In Joe Mixon, not Piron. Like the, the
0: advanced metrics, though, is P. Ryan is is our short yards guy. It's like, no, it's whatever, the like guy I, who's I, yeah, working exactly. Yeah.
1: And and I don't care. And I especially am not running him up the middle on on Darnold. Um. So and, and I fully expected fourth down. They came out and I was like. Like you, you gotta try and you gotta try uh-huh. and run the ball here. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> you you gotta try and run the ball here, right? And of course, they go with the pass. So I actually my argument too was those last two downs I thought were were really bad. Also, pretty anticlimactic mm-hmm. too because they had come out moving the ball pretty well, and then it's like, oh wait, no, this is the game. Um, I would have liked, like you your Cincinnati, you get up, I get you have Joe Burrow, whatever, but you kind of have the Rams on the back foot. I would have liked to see them run the ball more in the second half as a whole to burn that clock a little bit, especially in the fourth quarter. And I feel like they, they'd come out and they were still slinging around, and that gave the opportunity for the pass rush of the Rams to, to be even more influential. So, like, I have problems with most of the second half for the Bengals, yeah. not just those last two plays, but, yes, those last two plays were, were pretty bad, and uh, the fact that Joe Mixon was not a part of those – we're, we're pretty bad as well.
0: I just, I'll I just I'll never understand in a situation where you need a yard. Yeah. You, now, yeah. I mean, there's been some cases where, hey, it works out. I, I forget who they were playing. But when Chad Henney had to come in for Patrick Mahomes.
2: Browns. Yeah. yeah
0: and yeah. they throw just a quick out to Tyreek Hill mm-hmm. and let him get the yard because... Literally no one in the world can stop Tyreek Hill in the open field for just a yard. That's what and I wanted so like, them to do yesterday though. I, I get that, but they don't have a Tyreek Hill. They got Jamar Chase. They got who Jamar I think Chase, but like just the way that the Rams were playing, I just I, I, I'll never understand a football not being able to line up and get a yard. Yep. Like you have to be creative enough as a head coach. You have to work on those things as a head coach to where, okay, Aaron Donald's there, what are we gonna do to get a yard? And it can't just be a a four step drop for Joe Burrow where there's no quick options available and we're going to one-on-one Aaron Donald. That was atrocious, and Bengals fans are going to be thinking about that for a long, long time. That That is up there with the Falcons not running the football. Yeah. And nah. Dante Hightower. No, that's up there. When, nah. when, when As a pain for a fan base, as pain for a fan
2: base. But that was a whole half.
0: No, no, but as pain for a fan base. You need a yard, and that's the play call. That's that's up there with Dante Hightower coming off the edge and, and strip-sacking Matt Ryan. Yeah. Um, it- and
1: if you can't do it straight, like move. If you can't do it straight up the middle, it's a, yeah. it's a coaching job and offensive creative mind job to to find a way to do it. I e. Cooper Cup. Yeah. with with the you run know, play they called for him when yeah. they needed you know a yard Really to good a run the, the football?
2: football. Who's that? Joe Burrow. Yeah, pretty good. I'm, I was I thought they were going to get creative with Joe Burrow. At yeah. least roll him out right. Maybe some motion or something like that. They just just drop back.
0: Yeah, and now the Rams are the Super Bowl champions. we got to take a quick break. We'll come back and get you ready for three and out next. Second down is presented to you by the Uniform Source. If you missed any portion of the show, you can check it out on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, YouTube, com, wherever you guys get your shows. You guys had a, a basketball game this past Friday night. I mean, it's basketball season now. Football's over.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. I was curious, yeah. PJ. you got about 30 seconds here. Did you to grade Cam's color commentary abilities?
1: No, oh, it's been great so far. Great, yeah, no, it's, great, it's,
0: yeah, Grade.
1: Uh, an A. It's been an A. It's
0: been All right, because Al Michaels yeah. is going to sure. be looking for a new co-host since he's being pulled between Amazon Prime and ESPN. So I'm just saying, maybe uh, Cam can put his his name in the hat. Well, nah. we'll, we'll we're gonna we're gonna get yeah. Cam tomorrow. We'll we're gonna get Cam tomorrow to do his play-by-play abilities. <laughs>